Hey folks, just a quick note before this episode in it, you'll hear we're talking with Psychor fellow Alex Sheba. Uh, this was recorded live at Psychor Symposium in New Orleans. Uh, and as you'll hear, there's a little bit of background noise. We recorded this in between a couple breakout rooms. Uh, I don't think it distracts too much from the conversation. I uh, just wanted to give a quick note on that. And without further ado, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Core Sampler the podcast where we drill into the Sitecore community to bring you insights into the work talented people are doing every day on the Sitecore experience platform. Whether you're a developer, a marketer, or both, we're glad you're here. And now your host, Derek Dysart. All right, welcome to Core Sampler. This is Derek Dysart, and in this episode, uh, we're at Sitecore Symposium in New Orleans, and I'm talking with Alex Sheba. Alex, welcome to the show. Hey, Derek. Thanks for having me. So uh, you you guys have got a lot of cool stuff you're showing at a symposium, and I know uh, by the time this comes out, a lot of people will have uh, will be talking about what's going on. But I kind of wanted to find out a little bit. You and I go a ways back. I think early in my career in Psychor, you and I worked together, and uh, I, I first met you when you were involved with Psychor Professional Services. So yeah, that's be, right. before that, kind of how did how did you get involved in Psychor? Uh, straight out of college, was got picked up uh, from a Microsoft C Sharp .NET school. Uh, was one of the two guys that were selected during the interview. So I started working on my fourth year in college and sort of part-time uh, as a QA engineer. And So you were working on, product, on the product team, doing QA on the product? And, yeah, QA on the product, and then I moved to uh, customer service. Sure, sure. What, what, about what version did you first start working on? I was four three two twelve, I believe. Okay, so quite a ways back. That that predates anyone I've talked to, at least. So, so you um, moved from there into again. I, 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 you and I worked on a project together when you were in professional services, um, and so kind of give me the arc of what you've done since since then. I know you've kind of left that team and have kind of gone back into the product team. Yeah. Um, and I know you, you took some of the some of the stuff going into Sitecore Seven. Uh, worked on the, uh, worked with some of the new technology on that. So I don't know if you yeah. can elaborate on that a bit. Sure. Yeah. In these five years doing services, you collect stories, you collect problems, customer problems, and hopefully you come up with solutions. So that's sort of uh, accumulated, and uh, I, I developed this urge to to build products. Really. So. Um, had a few conversations with sort of senior folks, and they invited me to join the product. And I, I wanted to change. I wanted more, you know, creative, less travel and stress, and more, sure. yeah, building stuff. Um, and yeah, and that experience, specifically with search, um, that's that's what helped start Psycho Seven project and. I was I, search, was, search was pretty much one of the cornerstones of that that product that yeah. came out of it. How much how much of that? I think for for listeners at home, I, if if you weren't involved in Sitecore during kind of the version six timeframes, the only uh, you know one of the main modules that a lot of people used was your your search module. Um, kind of tacking on, scroller. <laughs> yeah, kind of tacking on top of the existing Lucene yeah. stuff that was there. Kind of how much? Yeah. What was the evolution of going from advanced search into kind of content search? Yeah, it, it it was huge. It was totally a different project. Um, I I discovered that there was this unknown, little known Psycho Search namespace. So I wanted to uh, build on top of that and sort of add some flexibility. Some things were missing. That was not a super documented feature back in the day. Uh, but 
it had like good legs and it was very promising. Uh, so that's how that open source project started. Um, and experience from that, we wanted to do it proper, do it right. Um, and uh, I joined uh, back in the day, Tim and Martin, um, s sort of, they, they led the charge on a lot of uh, under the hood implementation involving Link. Uh, we wanted to optimize performance. Um, so, and that involves some kernel changes that I was not able to do as an open source sure, uh, sure. project. So that that was a lot of fun. We we ran with it, went completely mad on a couple of areas. Uh, that was that was a good start. That was they gave me uh, good experience and sort of. Um, I, I saw that you can do a lot as as an engineer in this company. Yeah. Yeah. So from, from kind of that, that product team, kind of how did you get into your current role? Uh, we, uh, well, we continued our journey from seven to eight. That was, that was seven, one, seven, two was a publishing, more publishing project. So right. uh, we work on adding parallel publishing support to that. And we started growing in Sausalito. Um, Adam Weber joined the team. And we got uh, a couple more guys hired. So we sort of started growing this team around the U.S. force. Um, yeah, and we just needed some structure. So I sort of happened to be in the managerial role, kind of step into the managerial role. That, that was quite a journey as well. Sure. Um, Yes. So, so what is your team? So now, kind of modern day, uh, you're you are involved with uh, the Path Analyzer and, yeah. and a lot of uh, the the stuff that came out of that. But your team's also involved with quite a bit of the other, uh, quite a bit of other technology. I guess what is um, nope. what, what what exactly is the team that you're you're uh, you're kind of leading these days? Yeah. So we officially called the, the the recent renaming of the team. We ended up with Team X. Um, label so that's pretty much stands for anything related to super dangerous sometimes secretive stuff uh, right uh, and that's that became sort of our motto right uh, let's let's challenge the status quo let's explore some technologies that were not explored before um, and we sort of love doing that so it's sort of mixed between skunk works or extreme R&D and we still own some products and do delivery and become a part of the ongoing programs such as A2. Um, so, and we still own Path Analyzer uh, up until today. <laughs> so there's, there's a lot of things. I would say it's half and half. Half like we're going mad and, and do some exploration, skunk works, and yeah, and product. You, you have to have the balance between sort of exploration labs and engineering like a prop engineering because you either get too crazy or you get you know you get bored right so <laughs> the this sort of balance works out great great so looking at kind of path analyzer you guys <laughs> if, if i'm a marketer look <laughs> that sounds expensive <laughs> holy till that's over <laughs> That'll be a part we edit out. All right. So looking at Path Analyzer, if I'm a if I'm a marketer, what I mean, what what is the the, the value that's going to bring to me? You know, I guess you know it's 
it's uh, we've always had analytics within Sitecore. We've yeah. always been able to kind of track the customer journey, if you will, through the through the website. What what does Path Analyzer bring to the table? Yeah, yeah it is a very different tool. It's a beast of its own, I would say. Um, there is the whole backend part of it and the whole application and visualization part of it. So it sort of comes uh, in two pieces. I would say it approaches the problem of analytics very differently. So it adds depth to your usual analytics reporting. So you look at the contextual behavior behind these metrics. So you have your ordinary page visits or conversions, but Bathalyzer lets you sort of double click and you see what is that context behind those conversions, right? And so it's all about sequences of paths, uh, sequences of goals. It also looks at the macro level around channel and campaign performance. Um, so there's a lot of interesting uh, opportunities to, to leverage th this tool for any sort of sequential analysis. That's, that's why it's very different. It's, it, some say it's similar to behavior flow that featuring in GA. Um, but I think our visualizations and focus on very much access to unprecedented level of detail, that's, I think, what makes it stand out. So you're referring to behavioral flow and in Google, Google Analytics. Analytics. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm a, if I'm a marketer and, you know, I've got, I've got my Sitecore site, I've, I, it's been developed, I guess, what, it, what, it, what is your advice to get started uh, kicking the tires on Path Analyzer? It's, it's, it's beautiful to look at. It's, uh, you know, it, it's kind of a, a, a nice interface, but, you know, when I, when I need to kind of get down to brass tacks and actually start um, making some business decisions on it, I, I, you know, having, having built it, what, what, are, uh, what are your suggestions on getting started? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. I think the first thing you got to do is get a couple of goals set up with engagement value because Pathanalyzer is focusing on that aspect, uh, finding the paths that lead to the most engagement value. There was a concept of efficiency, so value per visit. Yep. So if you don't have engagement value set up, you're not going to get any of that, right? You're going to see just a gray map without, without any color. So, so kind color. of step, step one is to define some goals on your site. Yeah. Get, At least that. Get yeah. some engagement and value yeah. attached to them. Exactly. Okay. And then you can go beyond that. Uh, we now support outcomes. So if you on board with that, registering more more of these significant business events such as customer acquisition, purchase, where you have monetary value assigned to it. Pathalyzer can actually track paths that lead to the most monetary value. Um, so that say, will get say you, you have like, like an e-commerce site, you can mm -hmm. attach cart value yep. and, and so forth. Absolutely. That's great. Absolutely. That's great. And at that point, um, if you have a goal, you can create a map focusing on that goal. So whether it's a registration or whatever you do on your digital presence, uh, it's a point and click, create new map, configure it, uh, attach it to that particular goal. And you can even have a reverse map that will be centered around that goal so you can see how paths are flocking into that goal. And that's, that's super easy. To take it further, you can use all sorts of filtering using standard personalization rules that are familiar. Uh, to most marketers that ever personalized, you can segment these maps. So if you want to find out what that particular audience is doing from that geolocation on that device, you can map these experiences out as well. So, it, But it's, I think that's more of a step two. 
Well, that's that's a you know I, I appreciate the time, Alex. Um, you know I know you you're you're very busy at the conference here. So if if people kind of wanted to get a hold of you and kind of kind of see what's going on, where where can folks find you on the on the internet? Well, I'm I'm back from the cave mode, so I'm back on Twitter. <laughs> so at Alex Sheba, so I'm there. Okay. DM me or yeah, um, I'll get back to you if you have any question or something Great. to discuss. Yeah. Or yeah. Want a demo of Pathanalyzer too? <laughs> I'm open for that. Yeah, and we'll definitely get links to that and some information on on Path Analyzer into the show notes. So so thanks for being on the show. Sure. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Alex. Pleasure. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Core Sampler. To see show notes from this and past episodes, please visit coresampler.fm. There you can also subscribe to this podcast to get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you liked what you heard today, please tell a friend and then go to iTunes to rate and comment on our show. Even if you're using a different app to listen to us, those ratings and reviews really do help others find us. Are you a professional working with Sitecore and interested in joining the show? Or would you like to leave some feedback directly? We want to hear from you. Drop us a line at info at coresampler.fm. That is all for this episode of Core Sampler. We'll see you next time.